Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dadon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dadon Tolbert. Uh, this is Season 17, Episode 4, and I just want to thank you guys for uh, joining me today. Uh, today's show is brought to you by TRC Life Coaching. Check us out at trclifecoaching.com. Oh, man, lots to talk about, lots to talk about today. Um, so I want to talk about Kevin Samuels, and um, I, let me just say this to start it off. Um, as you guys know, this is episode four of the new season, and so I had three prior to this. Um, talked about Will Smith, talked about, you know, paying for the first date, talked about Kanye West, talked about a lot of things people wanted to hear me talk about. But the first, the, when I came back, the the plan was, the original plan was to discuss Kevin Samuels. And, you know, I was talking to some friends about God's timing recently, and it, it just never felt right. If you listen, you know, if you guys tuned in, you heard me every week say, you know, next week I'm going to be talking about Kevin Samuels, next week, and it's just like it just didn't, it didn't feel right for some reason. And I couldn't really put – and I don't do shows. You guys know me. I don't just do shows just to do them. Anytime you hear me do a live show, it's because I'm passionate about it. I have a lot to say. And so I just – I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. And um, and maybe this, is, this was God's timing. Unfortunately, you know, he passed away, you know, this week. And so – I, I'm going to discuss him um, from a from a little bit of a different perspective, but I really want to tackle today uh, some terminology, um, some ideologies that I think are are very problematic in today's society. I want to talk about the term high value man. Um, I want to talk about terms like average at best. I want to talk about terms like leftovers because I, I believe these are these are terms that. That are dangerous, um, that are misleading and confusing, you know. And I know specifically, I know that a lot of women are being led astray um, by these terms. I know a lot of women have hit me up asking, like, "Well, you know, I'm 35, you know, I'm 40 years old, you know, keep it real with. Me. I know you'll be honest with me. Am I a leftover? You know, I know you say." that women can have love. I know you do these emotional availability assessments to determine, you know, what we can do as women to have love, to have a husband, but I've been hearing from other platforms that at my age and my situation, that's just not possible. So I want to do a show to to dispel these rumors, these myths, these misconceptions, this foolishness of people saying that you have to look a certain way to get a certain type of man. You have to, you know, weigh a certain amount or weigh less than a certain amount to get a, a good man. And it's all BS. It's all foolishness. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down today. Um, again, if you guys missed my last show where I discussed dating do's and don'ts, are you wife material, paying for the first date, going 50-50 on bills, definitely check that show out. Very, very informative show. Um, TRCLifeCoaching.com, check it out. iHeartRadio, iTunes which is where all uh, past shows can be uh, heard. So, and, and I've been meaning to talk about this right here for a little bit. Um, for actually, the last few shows, I just kept, I got sidetracked and forgot. But I, I was I was uh, watching the uh, some interviews after the Will Smith situation. You know, I did the, the, the show on the slap. And Denzel Washington was doing an interview, and he, he said, he had a great quote. He said, actually, well, Will Smith said it, but it was told to him by Denzel. He said, be careful 
because at your highest moment is when the devil comes for you. And I just, that's not necessarily in regards to today's show, but I, I had to put that out there today because I've been meaning to say that for the last three, last month or so. And, and that is so important and it's so true. And I'm just going to leave it there. It really needs no explanation, but just at your, be careful. At your highest moment is when the devil comes for you. If you're not being tested, if you're not being tempted, then you're probably doing something wrong in regards to your walk, your spiritual walk. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, and yeah, if, you know what I mean? And just, and we'll keep it moving. So I titled this show Average at Best, The Life and Death of Kevin Samuels. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to start the show off with me telling you a little bit about how I even um, became aware of Kevin Samuels. I knew nothing about him until all of a sudden, my over the course of weeks, People start hitting me up on my inbox, saying, you know, DMs, say, hey, Dinan, you know, you should, you should, you, have you heard of Kevin Samuels? You should check out, check him out. He sounds just like you. He keeps it real with women, just like you. Wow, you remind me of him. I, I should say he reminds me of you. That's what they were saying because I was around way longer. Um, but that's what I was. That's what people were saying to me. Uh, and I don't, I don't follow people. That's I just don't do that. I couldn't tell you anything about half of these people out here until people. That's how the Derrick Jackson uh, show came about. If you missed my show discussing Derrick Jackson, check that out. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't know anything about him, but people kept saying, you should check him out, check him out, check him out. So I check him out. I might listen to a show or two or a video or two and, um, you know, go from there. But I, I listened to him, and the first, I forget what the first uh, video was about that he was discussing. But basically, he was he was cussing somebody out. He was he was yelling at a woman. He was I mean you know, cussing, um, being condescending, and the interesting thing is, he has a a type of delivery that is very blunt, very in your face, and I think that's what people were comparing because I'm very blunt, I'm very direct. I don't care about opinions. I don't care about feelings, I don't care about, I just, you know, I speak the truth, but the problem with it is I don't disrespect people. And that's, that's I think, where the difference is. I'm, I'm not condescending. You guys have heard people call into my show when we did it in a live format. I don't, you know, I don't hang up on people. I never, so I don't, I don't treat people like that. Now, you know, Facebook, if you, things like that, I, I just thought you should be kind to people, you know. I don't disrespect people unless I'm disrespected. And I looked at, I was looking at the video, and it was like he did not like to be challenged on his platform. If you had a difference of opinion, if you had a difference of perspective, um, whether he was cutting you off, whether he was yelling, cussing, insulting, you know, and then ultimately hanging up, that, that was his thing. Now, let me say this. Did he give, and I'm going to talk about some specific pieces of advice, but overall, just generally, Many of the things that he was saying um, were statistically correct, okay, statistically. Um, but a lot of the things he was saying just, I, just were not an accurate depiction of how men like myself seeking a wife, you know, feel or think. It's, 
and I'm going to go deeper into detail, but just generally speaking, he said some things that were statistically correct and many other many things were just not accurate. Okay. So let me so let me say this. He passed away this week, and I want to start this off like this. I put this on Facebook. I said that while I was never fond of Kevin Samuels nor his advice, I said you've got to be a miserable and negative individual to celebrate someone's death. Okay, miserable. I mean, you, you're just like a disgusting person if if you celebrate. Now, it's one thing to not like someone. Okay, it's one thing to not care for someone's advice or someone's platform or podcast, YouTube page, or whatever the case is, opinions. But you and you don't have to mourn them. But when you start making jokes about the deceased, when you start, you know, rejoicing in someone's demise, that speaks volumes about you and where you are in life. You know what I mean? I, I, I like I said, I didn't. I don't like, I didn't like a lot of the things that he stood for. I had a lot of negative, this show was going to be greatly different, vastly different had he not passed away. I can promise you that. But I, I try to be respectful of the dead. So I, I'm not going to, you know, insult him or anything, talk negatively. I'm just going to speak about the things that he spoke about and give you guys my perspective because that's what you guys want. But I, 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 I gain no pleasure in hearing that he passed away. In fact, to be honest with you, I was actually a little sad. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I hate, I don't like people. I, I don't like death. You know what I mean? Regardless if I liked him or didn't like him or cared for his advice, there were people that cared for him. There were people that loved him. You know what I mean? So I just don't like to hear about people dying. You know what I mean? So that, that, so don't do that. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, let, let's be respectful. Let's, talk about things from a real perspective, but let's be respectful, whether you liked him or not. I enjoy debating with people online about Kevin Samuels' advice. There are a lot of men that follow him, a lot of single men that follow him, but we'll talk about that, a lot of DL men that follow him, but, you know, but men nonetheless, I, I enjoy debating with men and women about Kevin Samuels and, and, and Steve Harvey. and any, you know, I just love debating, but I take no pleasure in, you know, negativity or, or someone's demise. I don't. I don't like doing that. Um, so that was. That's what I had to say about that. Um, so let's talk about who 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 was Kevin Samuels. Who was he? What, what was it? What was he into? What did he stand for? Let's talk about it. So Kevin's you know, and I I would encourage people. Um, he did a good Vlad TV interview. Check that out, Vlad TV. Um, about an hour, hour and a half, uh, you know, interview where he kind of went through his whole life story, um, talked about a lot of, lot of. I mean, it's, it's a good, if you don't know who he is and you care to know who he is, I would start there and watch that video. You know, I tend to like to watch people outside of their comfort zone. Like, I don't, if I want to know about someone, I don't necessarily watch them 100% on their pla platform. I like to watch some other interviews and hear different perspectives. So that's why I like Vlad. He does really good interviews. He will get to you know, down to the nitty-gritty a lot of times. But he was someone who survived cancer in his 20s. That's crazy, man. You know, you survived cancer and you died from a heart attack? I mean, so, you know, allegedly that's what they're saying was. But he had uh, lymphoma. Um, he had surgery and, you know, was in remission. 
he was divorced, uh, had a child, I believe, you know, had a extensive history in corporate America, um, who was a Kappa, pledged at Oklahoma State in 1988. And then he went viral with this whole average at best video. Now let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the term average at best. <clears throat> Let me say this. <laughs> Let me say this. Many women actually are average, okay? Many women actually are average at best. That's not an incorrect statement because you guys have heard me for many years say, hold up, we, we do rate women. Many women are actually a five. Many women are actually a six. That is true. There are dimes out here. But I think where we differ is not a thing. Where we differ is what characteristics and qualities make up that rating, go into that rating. What what defines average? What 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 is a great woman? You know, I have a seminar that I'm doing right now. It's called Redefining Greatness. Check out my website, trclifecoaching.com. I'm helping women redefine the term great and become an actual virtuous woman, an actually great woman. You know, so you don't have to be average. But what he's saying and what he has said extensively is that he he looks at the, you know, your beauty. He's looking at your body. He's looking at your age. He's looking at your weight. And these are things that he is using to determine that rating. So basically, spirituality isn't put into that. Uh, emotional availability isn't really tied into that. Your, le- how, your level of respectability is not tied into that. How do we know that? Because he's, there are several women that he's gave, what, an eight, a nine, a dime status, are some of the most emotionally unavailable women out there, like Sweetie, <laughs> like Beyonce, you know, um, people like Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, these people that he's looking at from an external standpoint. I focus more on internal. You can't be, you know, if you can be as beautiful as you want to be, you can have the best body you want to be, but you'll be single. Or I should say best body you want to have, but you'll be single. You will be taken advantage of if you don't respect yourself, if you don't have a high level of emotional availability, meaning you haven't, you haven't healed from any past hurt, pain, resentment. You understand how that works? You can have a pretty face but an ugly personality, an ugly spirit. So, yes, a lot of women walking around with, an, with an, uh, a, a negative spirit are average at best, maybe even below average. But he's looking at the external. He's making women feel like, hey, if you've got three kids and you, ha- you happen to be a little overweight, you'll never have a high-value man. That's false. That's false. I've done many seminars on how to be a successful single mother. You know how many single mothers I've personally helped find love? Look at the testimonies on my website. That's just a a fraction of, you know what I mean, (laughs) Of, of how many women I've helped. So you can have love regardless of your weight, regardless of your age. You know, to to say that someone is average because of what? 
the fact that they made decisions back in the day that were not the best decisions. They had a baby by somebody who was not, you know, uh, who is not in love with them and wanted to be with them. Okay, that happened. But does that mean you're you're forever screwed? You can never have love? No, it doesn't mean that at all. That's crazy. Watch this. Well, he's not. And I've never. I haven't heard. I don't listen like a lot of people listen. But I've never heard Kevin Samuels even talk about the importance of a relationship with God. I've never heard Kevin Samuels reference scriptures that speak specifically to delighting yourself in the Lord and Him giving you the desires of your heart. What about what about that? You know what I mean? What happens when you actually are able to heal from your past and become a new person, healed in God in God's eyes, and, and be made new? So that the men can look at you as, as you're new. Doesn't matter if you have three kids. You know, now some people who, who are Kevin Samuels followers and stands and, you know, idolize him will say, Well, no, nah, you're not being realistic. Would you date a single mom? And the answer is no, I wouldn't. I never have. But that's me. You see what I'm saying? That's 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 what I didn't do. You you know what I mean? Everyone doesn't have to have the same type. I I did not want to date a single mother. That doesn't mean somebody else also doesn't, because I know many men do. They have kids. They don't mind a woman with children. I know many single uh, parents out there, single men, who are looking for a great woman and don't mind if she has kids, as long as she's healed and has no baby mama drama and, um, you know, the the, the dad isn't in the picture trying to get back into her. You know what I mean? Like that. You know how I many men out there who, who who are looking, actively looking? I, one of my good friends is dating someone right now with two kids. Right now. He just, you know what I mean? So it's like that type of stuff does not uh, disqualify you from having love. Now, I'm going to talk about the high-value man piece of it, but I just want you to understand. It's back, y'all, a lot of women have it backwards. Lot of, well, Kevin Samuels had it backwards. By saying you're average at best, you, you're saying that based on he he would come on and ask women like five questions: How old are you? How much do you weigh? You know what I mean? Well, da, da, da. and he's like, okay, well you're average at best. You're a, it's like how can you get all that just based off of the physical? Just based off of the number of kids? Like, how, or, I don't understand how you could come to that conclusion. But that's not enough information. You need more of that. That's why when I do these emotional availability assessments, they're thirty minutes. They're an hour long because I gotta I gotta talk to you I gotta understand you I'm not gonna put a term on you without having you know knowledge about your actual story. It's impossible to talk to someone for five seconds and and, and say what they are or what their situation is like or what they're not gonna have in life, what kind of man they're not gonna attract. You don't know that in five seconds, in ten seconds, twenty seconds. He recently said that single moms 35 and over are leftovers. If you're 35 and over, there's something wrong with you. Hmm. I don't. I don't really find that to be true. Most of the people who 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 uh, email askdaydon at gmail or go to trclifecoaching.com, you know, DM Facebook, they're single mothers 35 and over. Most. Of, I'm telling you. The vast majority of the hundreds and thousands of testimonies that I've received saying thank you for helping me change my life are women 35 and over. Thank you for have, helping me find love. 
I'm now married. I get, I just got in, engaged. Hey, I want you to come to our wedding. They're 35 and over. You know what I mean? I have a private session with someone right after I get done this podcast. She's 40 years old. You, you see how that works? She, guess what? She's not a leftover. She's not a leftover. You are not a leftover just because you because of your age. So a lot of people will say, well, you know, there must be something wrong with you. If you're 35, why, why, why couldn't you have a, well, let's talk about it. Let's, let's break it down a little bit. A lot of times the, the cycle is, you know, your, tw- your 20s, you're immature. You know, go, even going from 18 to 21, that's a very immature stage. People like to party a lot of times. I mean, this is, these are things that I did, so I already know what women were doing because I saw it. They're going to college, they're having fun. Towards the end of that journey, the college journey, they might have a boyfriend. You know, a year, two years, it usually breaks their heart. So by 22, they're usually bitter, upset, mad, depressed. So the dating from 22 to, say, 25 is usually directly influenced by the hurt, pain, and resentment caused by that last relationship in their early 20s. So now they're bitter, they're playing games, they're not really trying to commit all like that. So a lot of women, they they waste their 20s dealing with losers, specifically because of the the pain that that one guy caused them in their early 20s. And so the 20s is usually a wash. A lot of women, they're usually towards their end of their 20s, they start getting serious. They say, you know what, let me heal, let me maybe get some therapy, let me, you know, uh, go to trclifecoaching.com, let me, you know, check out how get serious, deal with the hurt, pain, and resentment. And then throughout the, their, their 30s, they really get into a, a different state of mind. The maturity level starts to kick in. Then they actually meet a different type of man, right? So now they're dealing with this guy. Let's say they're 30. They, they stay with this guy for two years. Guess what happens? Unfortunately, they caught him towards the end of his player stage, unfortunately. So now you got to start over. Now you're 32 and single, you're 33 and single. Or maybe you even got married and now you're divorced at 33. So now you're going, you know, now you're 33 and going on these trips, just having some fun, you know, taking some time away from relationships, but now you're 35, you're like, oh, my biological clock is ticking. You know, have you had a relationship with her necessarily? No. Because remember, she's dating a guy, she's about to date a guy who's 40 and single. Does that mean there's something wrong with him? No, not necessarily. It could something could be wrong, but not necessarily wrong. So to label someone as being average at best or a leftover just because you've made some bad decisions or had some unfor- unfortunate circumstances, maybe you got screwed over by a guy. You know, that doesn't mean that you're it, there's something wrong with you, right? So I just wanted to break that down real quick because a lot of women are get, they get caught up on this. And it's, it's weird because it's like history is repeating itself. You guys know when I first came on the scene, you guys followed me because I was very vocal about the misinformation that uh, Steve Harvey was putting out there. You know, what was that 15 years ago at this point? It's crazy how time flies. But, yeah, but now here we are again. I'm, I'm having to dispel rumors and, um, you know, misinformation being put out about what men are looking for. I know, let, let's be clear about this. Let's, I just want to be perfectly clear. I know a lot of men, I'm in a fraternity, shout out to Phi Beta Sigma. I know a lot of men, 
single, married, all types of men around the country, around the world, I've never heard of a man saying, I don't want her because she's too old. She's 35. She's, and I'm talking, I don't care how old she is. And I don't care how old he is. <laughs> Be clear about that. I've never, this is, I'm t- y'all know me, I'm as real as it gets. I've literally never heard a man say, she's not wifeable because she's too old. I would not date her because she has one kid or two kids or three kids. No one really said that. That's not how people talk. When you hear a man saying that I'm not going to date her or she's unwifeable, Kevin Samuels are going to carry on this legacy of, of, of allowing men to or allowing other women to think that they are unwifeable because of their status, their age, their weight. It's not true. You know what I mean? I, I know men right now who want a big woman. They like big women. I don't like big women. That's not my thing. I like petite women. But I know men who are looking for a bigger woman. Now, granted, yes, should you work out? Should you keep yourself in shape? Absolutely, just for health reasons. You know, do, does a man want a woman who's in shape? Absolutely. But is that to say that you can't get wiped up by somebody? You know, maybe he's not in shape. I mean, we want, we want to be realistic. You know what I mean? If somebody's a fitness guru, he's probably not going to want someone who's heavy. So I'm not going to lie. Y'all know, I'm not going to lie. This isn't the show. I'm just going to turn into something I'm not and just in, and pander to women. <laughs> That's not what I do. You know that by now. But I'm going to be honest with you. You're pro- that's probably not the man for you. If he's buffed and goes to the gym every day and you're fat, you know, and disgusting and don't take care of yourself and have no desire to take care of yourself, that's probably not the man for you. But watch it. So how can I? How can that woman get love? Well, let me tell you. First, what you can do is you can change your eating habits. You can actually make an effort to change your your lifestyle. And then maybe you you God blesses you with someone who's on a similar weight loss journey. You see how that works? And then y'all get fit together. I'm never going to tell someone it's okay to be fat. I'm never going to tell someone it's okay to be unhealthy. You should always be working to better yourself emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make excuses for obesity. and I'm not, definitely not going to do that. But to say that that woman can never have love, to say that that woman who happens to be un, unhealthy at this moment can is, is a leftover, like a, a nasty slice of pizza that nobody wants to eat after it's cold and hard? No, I would never use that analogy, okay, because that's not what the Bible says. Let me just – can I just say something real quick? Listen, let's stop the foolishness. I'm not a hater. I don't knock anybody's hustle. But please stop taking advice from these non-Christian men, okay? Please stop. If you are a Christian woman and you know you love God, you know you go to church, and you want – you know what you want is a Christian man – why the heck are you taking advice from non-Christians giving non-Christian, non-biblical advice? Can we just talk about that for a second? And I, meant, I know I talked about that a lot last week. But seriously, Kevin, let's be clear. Kevin Samuels was not a Christian, okay? He wasn't. He didn't, he's not a Christian, and he did not give Christian or biblical advice. In fact, most of his advice was actually 
contradictory to the Bible. These, that's not an uh, opinion. That's, these are facts. You know what I mean? When you tell someone, when you, when you berate someone publicly who tells you that they, they love God and they're practicing celibacy, and then you tell them that you need to be trying to give that shit away, that's not, that's not biblical advice. There's no, and I've debated with people like this, about this online. There's no way to justify that. There is no way to justify telling a woman she needs to be giving that shit away. Why on earth would you ever encourage a woman to give away the most precious piece of um, anything that she has, which is her body? She should be trying to give that shit away? Why? Because she's 35 and she has two kids, so she should be trying to give sex away? What kind of sense does that make? I mean, that's worse than anything Steve Harvey's ever said. That's hard. I mean, that's literally horrible advice. Let me tell you all something. See, one of the unfortunate things is that was, was everything that Kevin Samuel said incorrect? Was everything that he said ridiculous? No. Did he make some good points? Yes. Has he actually said some of the exact same things that I've said? Yes. I'm not a hater. But here's the problem with that. Here's the problem. Once you say certain things, it it literally takes away any level of credibility that you have. Like right now, y'all are listening to me. You guys, have been, many of you have been listening to me for the last 15 years, last 20 years. Some of you literally have followed me for that long, and you appreciate my advice. Many of you cannot name one piece of bad advice I've ever given, and I'm proud of that. But here's the problem. If right now I just came out the blue and was like, you know what, man, I'm sick of this. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Yo, and I was like, you know, the sky is purple. Y'all have been out here thinking that the sky was blue this whole time, but the sky is actually purple. The sky is actually red. You know what I mean? <laughs> y'all would, would be like, what? He, he's crazy. That would invalidate pretty much everything that I've said. I would now be viewed as someone that you could not take seriously, right? Because of that one thing. You see, and you see how that works? You cannot, it doesn't matter what else you say. If you say things that are absolutely crazy, your credibility is now gone. And that's the unfortunate part about the Kevin Samuels situation. You look at even somebody like Derek Jackson, who I discussed last year, and this whole cheating thing. We can say whatever we want, and the reality is Derek Jackson actually gave a lot of good advice. People don't even talk about him anymore. I don't, and I don't know his situation, but when he was, it was, it was revealed that he was cheating on his wife, that invalidated a lot of the things that he was discussing. You know, his credibility was now shot. When you think of Derek Jackson, you don't think about the good advice that he gave, do you? You think about the fact that he had to do that video apologizing to his wife. I mean, that's the reality. If you think of Kevin Samuels, you think about average at best, leftovers, you know, and, and, and hanging up and cussing, cussing women out. That's what you think of. But did Kevin Samuels actually give some good advice? Sometimes. But unfortunately, that's not what, we, uh, not, not, not what people will remember about him. Well, maybe some people will. You know what I mean? People who followed him, I'm sure they, you know, I, but I'm just saying the masses, the narrative. 
let's look at this. Let's talk about some other things. So Kevin Samuels was an image consultant. You know, he was an image consultant. He dressed very, very well. Well, <laughs> I say, I say this. He dressed very well uh, recently because in my research for this show, I pulled up some images um, that were questionable, to say the least. But I would classify Kevin Samuels as a uh, metrosexual. He dressed very metrosexually, meaning a lot of his outfits uh, could be mistaken for feminine. Or not could be mistaken, I'll just say came off as feminine. And I'm not even going to beat around a bush. Personally, I don't believe Kevin Samuels was straight. Okay? I believe he was a gay man. I believe he was on the DL. That's just me me personally. As a as a heterosexual man. Like you're not gonna look at a Dayton Tolbert and be and be like, oh, I think he might be sweet. I think you might you might not like my style of delivery. You might not whatever you might not like. But one thing you're never going to question is my sexuality. You're not gonna question my masculinity. You see how that goes? Real men don't get questioned about their sexuality. Steve Harvey, perfect example. I, you know, some advice he gives is good, much advice he gives is not good from my perspective. I never looked at Steve Harvey and be like, nah, man, he might be a little sweet. Not at all. I never, I don't think, that's never crossed my mind. That's never crossed most people's mind. Steve Harvey comes off as a very masculine man, right? I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, You know, who else? I don't know who else. I mean, just anybody. But Kevin Samuels is not in that. And this is coming from men. I'm just telling you what many men are saying. He was sweet. He's he's gay. The way he talked, the way he acted, the way he was confrontational with women, these are all feminine traits. That's what I'm saying. Nobody is out here discussing how to recognize men on the DL except me. I can't think of anyone who's ever even did a show on that. But, But they're out there. You know, who remembers my my uh, my interview with J.L. King back in the day, one of my first celebrity interviews, where we discussed the whole his book, what on the down low. I haven't seen him on anybody's show since. I think he was on, he was on Oprah, but he, you know what I mean. But that's what we got, and he was on here talking candidly about how to spot D.L. men and the pastors that are on the deal and celebrities that are on, you know, and it's very obvious. To real men. I talk to real guys every day. Some of my frat brothers, other guys, like, man, he was sweet. Kevin Sanders was sweet, man. You might tell. You never heard people talk about Steve Harvey like that. You never heard nobody talk about me like that. But they darn sure talked about Kevin. And it's not like we're making this stuff up. That's how he acted. But here we have women, millions of women, tuning in to a show to get advice from a <laughs> I'm a gay man. I mean, from a man on the DL. Like, that's crazy to me. You have men, heterosexual men, taking advice from a clearly feminine man who wears a pocketbook. I debate with these men. Now, can we can we cut the crap and just start keeping it honest? Let me let let's stop. Let's stop this. All right. I have never. I'm just thinking. When I I debate with a lot of men. The vast majority of men that I debate, that you will see even online now defending him, right now, you look online right now over the last week, you see all these men defending him, praising him. One guy on my Facebook, he called, rest in peace, King King Kevin. 
I said, King Kevin, what the? You're, you're a man calling another man king? King Kevin, what type of? You, you will never hear me. I don't call LeBron James king. I don't call any man king. That's just not what I do. You know what I mean? Jesus is king. You know what I mean? But outside of that, I don't I do not do that whole thing. But what you see is a lot of men, single men, defending Kevin Samuels. Be clear, a lot of these men are not heterosexual. Be clear, a lot of these men that you're seeing debating are on the DL. They're single, and they actually hate women. This is this is a very deep subject. A lot of men who have developed, whether they saw their mom not respecting herself, whether they hate their father because he wasn't around, many different factors go into this. But many men out here, single men, have a strong hatred towards women. Okay? I mean, I see it every day. One, and I'm tough. Women will tell you, any woman will tell you, I am tough on women, but that's because I love women. You see how that works? I love my mother. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I have a great mother still, great mother. I have a great wife. I have a great daughter. I have a great aunt. I have powerful, great women in my life who I love. You see how that works? So I I counsel and work with women all around the world right now because I love women. I don't bash women. I don't hate women. Any advice you ever hear me give is not given with the, with the goal of hurting women's feelings or making them feel bad. It's designed to help them find love. Be clear. Don't take – if you have to question whether or not a man loves a woman or loves women – you shouldn't be taking advice from him. If you you know, you should not even be debating with men if you have to question whether or not they actually love him. It's very clear and very obvious by some of these comments over these last few years that I've been dis- debating with, about Kevin Samuel's advice with men. Their their advice their comments make it obvious and abundantly clear that they don't even like women, let alone love women. They actually hate women. You can hear the passion in their voice. Like, why are you so mad? You can hear the passion in Kevin Samuel's voice. He hates women. And I really hate because ironically, people used to say that about me back in the day. You know, not not the masses, but just like, you know, you might have somebody bitter or whatever like that. Uh, you hate women. But it was obvious that, you know, where I was com- the place I was coming from, no one really thought that. And people might say, oh, that's out of, you know, just to be mad because they're in the moment. And they would come back and apologize like, no, nah, I said that, but, uh, you know, I would just I just didn't like what you said because it hurt my feelings. But I realized now that it was true, and I needed that advice. I get I have thousands of those those emails. I save everything. But I'm talking about really being obvious that someone hates women. You know what I mean? Like when when a woman would call into the show, you it's all it was like I'm talking about Kevin Samuel's show. It was like you could tell, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you could literally tell that he was waiting for it to go left. He was looking for an entryway for it to go left. He was waiting to cuss her out. He was waiting to to tell her about herself. And then ultimately, you could, I, I would even, I would, as a man, I would even say, all right, well, now watch this. You can, I, you know where it's going. Anywhere where, anytime where you can know where something is going before it even starts, like, that's, that's not cool. 
You know what I mean? That's not cool. And everyone knows what I'm saying is true. Everyone watched the, the shows, the calls that went left. Don't overtalk me. Ah, you're not. Oh no. Uh uh-uh, uh. No no no. You're not gonna overtalk me. Kick my, all this stuff. That's a fe- that's feminine. That's feminine. That's not. Those are not manly qualities. Men don't talk to women like that. You know what I mean? So. So let's. So that's that's just that. Beware, I said, beware of men who cannot have a conversation with with you without yelling. Like, can I? Can we talk about this? So look, so I, we got to talk about this. And again, rest in peace to Kevin Sanders. But there were some gay. We're talking about gay rumors, and I'm not a whole rumor guy. I don't like. One of the rumors was that he died broke and didn't. Now they got to up a goat. I don't want to, I'm not a gossip guy. This is not a gossip show. This ain't Wendy Williams. This ain't The Breakfast Club. I don't do gossip. I don't do rumors. That's not really what I'm into. I like to just talk about facts and what we see right in front of us, and we can talk about that. And the only reason I'm going to talk about this is because it's what I saw with my own eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that made me say, okay, he's gay. You understand what I'm saying to you? What I saw because somebody said, well, you know he's gay. This was, and I said, what? What happened? They said, uh, they said, nah, he was, in, he was doing the broadcast and somebody was laying in the bed. I said, what? Stop playing. They're like, no. And they sent me a link to it. They said, watch this link. I said, for real? So I, I said, let me watch this. She said, go to the, the whatever the, the, the minute mark. I was like, go to minute 20 or whatever it was. I go to it, and, he, and I saw this with my own eyes. He's literally having a conversation. He's talking, saying whatever he's saying. Then all of a sudden, and I don't know what I saw. Let me be clear about this. What I saw with my own eyes is different from what other people say they saw. I don't know what they saw. I just know what I saw. I know what he said happened. What I saw was different from anything that I don't know if what I saw was taken down or what, but I'm telling you what I saw with my own eyes. He was talking. Then for whatever reason, the camera went to a man in the bed with in, in in a bed in the same room with him. And somebody asked him, they said, Well, who was that? And this is what Kevin Samuel said out of his own mouth. He was saying they were at, he was saying, Oh, who was that? He said, That was somebody's son. That was what he said, that was some some bitter single mom's grown ass son. So basically he was inferring that he was doing his broadcast in the house with a woman that he was sleeping with, and her grown-ass son was in the bed. That's what he said. But does that make any sense? Does, I mean, I'm just asking, does that make sense? That's what he said. So there was, in fact, a man in the bed in the same room with him. Okay? I saw that. He was, And they were in the same room. And they asked him who that was. He said it was somebody's grown-ass son. So he admitted to having some type of sexual relationship with a woman, and her her grown son happened to just be in the room where he was doing his broadcast from. Does that make any sense to you whatsoever? That's like me talking to you guys right now in a room with another man in a bed sitting right next to me. What kind of sense does that make? So he was doing the Vlad TV interview, 
And they asked him, Vlad asked him, like, what's up with these rumors? And he, uh, instead of answering the question, he immediately went into, you know, some BS about, you know, where is the, 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 the LGBT community and how come they aren't taking up for this and why is it an insult to call someone gay? He immediately goes into, you know, defending homosexuality as if, like, there's some problem with being gay. He's like, why is that an insult? If someone accused me of being gay, that probably would not be my first response. I'm just, it probably wouldn't be the first thing I would say. I'd be like, no, get the hell out of here. Next question. I'm not going to talk about that. Like, come on, don't play. Don't even ask me no dumbass questions like that. But when you have to, when you answer a question in that in such an evasive way, especially after people actually saw what they clearly saw, like myself, I clearly saw what I saw. You're not going to pull the wool. I saw that. Let me give you another example. This And this is probably, honestly, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. I'm just going to tell you word for word what he said. I don't know if you guys saw this. I haven't heard too many people talking about this. But, again, this is what I saw in my research with my own eyes. A guy called in, and I forget the context of the call. I forget what they were talking about. But he was basically saying, like, you know, I'm looking for a wife, or something to that effect. And the guy was like, oh, how old are you? He's like, let's just say, he's, I'm paraphrasing, let's say, he's like, I'm 30. He's like, how much do you weigh? He said, I'm, I'm, he said I weigh 200 pounds. You know, he's like, I weigh, he's like, I weigh 300 pounds. He was like, I weigh, he's like, uh, what do you do for work? He's like, something, I'm a whatever, account man. He said, how much do you make? He said, I make 40,000. And then and, and the last question, he asked a few more questions. But the last question that he asked <laughs> He said, all right, well, how big, he said, how big is your dick? He's like, what? No, he's like, how big, how big is your dick? What's your dick size? He's like, average size, you know what I mean, whatever. He's like, okay, so basically you got a small dick. I, you know, I'm just going to tell you something as a man. I don't know how women feel, but I can, I'm telling you this as the straightest man, the most heterosexual man you, you know. There is no heterosexual man on the planet. There's no straight man on the planet who will ask another man under any context, how big is your dick? I promise you that. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Ask any man you know, any real man. Ask your father, your uncle, your granddad, whoever you want to ask. I promise you. There is no context possible that a man will ask another man about his dick size. Okay? Kevin Samuels on on national TV or national radio, whatever, his channel, millions of people watching, Asked another man the size of his penis. He's gay. Plain and simple. That's just that's just what it is. Okay? Any man, no man would, no real man would do that. There is no defense of that. I don't, you know what I mean? There is no justification for that. And then he went into say and broke it all down. He said, well, so wait, let me get this straight. You're, you're 30 years old. You're fat. You got a small dick. You don't make a lot of money. But you want this and that. And he went on to this whole thing. You know how it is. And I'm like... That's not okay to ask another man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, but no, don't take my word for it. All this stuff is on YouTube, okay? And everything I'm saying now, if you care to do your research or, you know, because that's all I did. I just went to YouTube and I did all this stuff in preparation for this show. That's the only reason I'm talking about it. But everything that I saw, you guys can see. So we don't got to argue about it. We don't got to debate about it. It's, it's, trust me, it's all there. Start with the Vlad interview. And start with him avoiding the whole the whole question about 
him being uh, gay. So let's move on. Let's talk about, you know, if you're just joining us, we've discussed the term average at best. We've discussed that women are not leftovers based on their age, okay? Let's talk about what is Kevin Samuels' definition of a high-value man. Can we do that? Many of you know, many of you have followed me for years and you know, I'll say this. I, I'll just, well, I'll just put it like this. You, you followed me for years. Many of you know I used to use the term elite man. You guys know that? You know, uh, I wrote a book entitled How to Get an Elite Man, okay, in 365 days or less. But that's the, 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 the premise of it. And... That term I used back in the day, I don't use that term anymore, but that's the term I use to describe a man who loves God, who carries himself well, who who is basically the cream of the crop, okay? The cre- and this is something, something, a term I used 20 years ago. So, I mean, interestingly enough, it's almost like, I don't, I'm not going to make any accusations, but it's almost like this term whoever came up with this, Kevin Samuels or whoever, wherever he got this term from, it's like they followed me and, and, and structured what I used as that term elite men and just reworded it and, and restructured it into this high-value man without God. That's really, I'm just being, that's really what it sounds like. And people have told me that. I'm like, yo, that term high-value man kind of sounds like what you, you used to talk about back in the day about being an elite. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you think? But we're not going to. We're not going to go there. We're just going to say, we're just going to talk about, I'm going to talk about what, what I classify as a true man of God as, and the difference between that and a quote-unquote high-value man. But let's first talk about what is his definition of a high-value man. Because unfortunately what's happened is a lot of women, it's causing them to doubt themselves. They're looking at their circumstances, looking at their age, their weight, their height, their, their you know, number of children they have, and they're saying, wow, I can never have a high-value man. That's just based on Kevin Samuel's definition, you know, of this term. And, it, and I just want to be clear. Disregard everything that you've heard, okay, because I'm about to totally just break that down. Disregard everything. There's no such thing as a high-value man as it's being discussed, as it was discussed by Kevin Sanders. It's a totally false term. It's, it's, it's just not something you should aspire to, to have, period. I'm going to tell you why. Let's talk about it. And it, it just really makes no sense on, on any level, but let's talk about it. So I, and, and if you look at uh, Vlad, Vlad asked him specifically, what is a high-value man? And so he kind of gives this roundabout answer, but some of the specifics that he said are, one, you must be financially successful. So we got to look at what, what did Kevin Samuels define as being financially successful? He said you need to make at least $8,000 a month. That's what he said. That's, that's, that's what he – that's the monetary um, number that he put on a high-value man. You got to make at least eight thousand dollars a month. Now, I mean, you know, that that's that's not a little bit of money. 
You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not chump change. It's not a crazy crazy amount of money, but you know it is a, a lot of money. I mean, it's essentially you got to make about a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's what he's saying to be to be classified as a high value man. Okay. What he also said is that only nines and tens can have and will have a high value man. Right. That's what I mean. These are, this is these, this is what he said. So if, unless you're a nine or a ten as a woman, the chances of you getting a high value man are non-existent. That's what he said, and that's ridiculous. Be clear about that. I just want to be clear. That's absolutely ridiculous. All right. Um, it's let me just. It's ridiculous because one, let's just say you could be a seven, you could be an eight, but aside from that. You, a man doesn't have to make a hundred thousand dollars a year to be a great man. That's the whole. That's what the the whole thing makes no sense with. You know what I mean? You you, you don't have. You could be a great man. There are great men out here. Be clear. Who love God? Who or are looking for a great woman? Who would be a great father? You know, great man of high standard, quality, morals, ethics. Who makes fifty thousand dollars a year? You know. $60,000 a year, $40,000 a year. That's what people, we get so, we live in a society where we get so caught up with appearances. We get so caught up with appearances. But let me break something down to you. What if, see, the problem is everybody doesn't have to live this exorbitant lifestyle, right? You don't have to live in a $500,000 home. To be happy You don't have to have A brand new BMW To be happy I think that's what people are missing You don't You know Kevin Samuels got on there And you know He put on his His designer suits And the The, the $200 colognes And um, All these different things But guess what And I You know Anybody can do that Anybody can do that And go broke You can have a lot of debt See See One of the things about me as I've been on both sides, and I mean, I've, I've literally been on both sides of the fence. I've been broke, but looked like I wasn't broke. And I've been rich. Don't necessarily act like I'm in that situation. You know, I'm, I've been on both sides. And so what I'm telling you is you can still be a great man either way. But money does not make you. You understand that? Money does not define you. Money does not define happiness. So he says that you can only, you have to be a 9 or a 10 to have a high value man. As a man, you have to make $8,000 a month, and you must have access to a large national network. Whether it's a fraternity, he goes into how he's a kappa, and so he has access to this international fraternity of men, this international brother, whether it's a fraternity, whether it's the NAACP, whether it's, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, black journalists, you know, it, there's a million different professional organizations, but you have to be, um, have access to this, this national or international network of men. First of all, let me tell you, and not this is, <laughs> the crazy thing is, the funny thing is, 
I just, I actually fit the 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 character qualifications of what he defines as a high value man. That's what that's what's funny, and I'm here telling you it's BS. You know, it's all BS. You know what I mean? Every but so you, I'm a sigma. We're an international organization, but guess what? You don't have to be a sigma. You know, uh, you don't have to be an alpha. You don't have to be a kappa to be a great man. I know many great men who are not into fraternities, but guess what? They're still great men. They still have great wives. They still have their great fathers. You do not have to have it. This whole, be clear, this whole, I'm, I'm telling you step by step why this term is false. After this show, no one should ever use that term. No one as a woman should think that you should even aspire to have, to have it because it's all BS. It's all for marketing. Okay, you have to be a nine or a ten. The man has to make eight thousand dollars a month, if not more. He has to have access to it. He has to be in a frat. Let's just say he's got to be in a frat. Um, he has said that, and these are just a few, but they're all types of ridiculous qualifications that you have to have to be this high value man. You know, one of the things, and let me tell you why. See, did y'all ever see um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman? What was the dude? Uh, what's his name? Steve Harris? He he was an asshole in the movie, right? But what? He was very financially successful. He was a member. He had access to a national organization of men. Um, he made, you know, a lot of money. He had a beautiful wife, but the reality is he was an asshole, though, right? You know? Let me ask you a question. Is every man in a fraternity that you know a great man? No, not at all. Do a lot of these men make a lot of money, though, professionally after college? Absolutely. But the problem is with this, I heard a lot of different things in regards to the high-value man, but one thing I did not hear is what's his spiritual walk with God like? He makes Kevin Samuels, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never heard him mention anything about loving God and having a strong connection with God in relation to being a high-value man. And if he, if he would have been, I mean, you can't you can't give advice that you're to to a Christian woman while you're giving not whether advice is is non biblical. You, you see what I'm saying? It doesn't it doesn't make sense if you if 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 the term high value man had anything to do with someone loving God and, and, and you know being pleasing in God's eyes then you're not going to give the type of advice that says, hey, you need to be trying, you shouldn't be, don't worry about being celibate. You need to be trying to give that shit away. That's not advice you would give to a Christian woman seeking a man of God. Are you, let me ask you all a question, just for everyone listening right now. If you're single, are you seeking a true man of God, a true Christian man, or are you seeking a high-value man? Because all high-value men, as he defines it, are not Christian men. So I think that's the, the, the distinction that a lot of women are not making. They've gotten caught. All these women that are calling into the show are not Christian women seeking a Christian man of God. If they were, they would not be seeking advice from a non-Christian who's giving non-biblical advice. 
This whole thing is moot. It's a moot point. It doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. That's like that's like a Muslim woman trying to get a Muslim man but taking advice from a Christian or someone who's an atheist. What kind of sense would that make? You know what I mean? You're not gonna if you're a Christian woman, you're not gonna go to the to to the uh you know, the the temple. What do you call it? The uh you know what I mean? The mosque. You're not going to do that. That's not taking anything away from the 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 elders of the mosque, is it? I'm sure they're great men, but that's not what you want. That's not what you want. You don't want a Muslim man. You want a Christian man. Although that's you know what I mean. So it doesn't make sense to take advice from a Muslim or a Hindu or what any other religion other than the religion of your own. I don't. I mean, am I saying something that doesn't make sense? Am I? I mean, why? Why is this so hard to, for people to grasp? And I, I debate with some men. They say, "Well, okay," because no one can debate with that point. No one can debate. Not, now, there's not a person on the planet that can debate with what I just said. But the the, the defense of, of that or the response to that question is, "Well, okay, yeah. Well, if you're a Christian woman, yeah, you should want a Christian man. But the problem is, the churches are failing our black women." The churches don't have strong leadership that are going to keep it real with black uh, women, so that's why they're seeking advice outside of the church. Okay. Well, who's? I mean, that's not smart. I don't care what the reason is. It's not smart. It doesn't matter why they're doing it or what they're doing. It's, it's, it's a stupid thing to do. You're still a Christian. It doesn't matter if there's strong leadership in the church or not, which there is. My pastor is very strong. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean just because some pastors aren't strong doesn't mean you can't find strong Christian men in the church because you can. So anyone who goes outside of the church for advice based on their past experiences just isn't very smart. You know what I mean? That's just that's just what it is. Um, but, yeah, there's no logical reason for a Christian man or woman to seek advice from a non-Christian who gives non-Christian advice. I mean, you know, that's just what it is. And now, so on top of that, what we're seeing is, as I stated earlier, not only are these men non-Christian, but they, they don't—they they don't even like women. They hate women. A lot of times, they don't even—they like men. Look at some of these pictures, man. I don't care how far you—I mean, I don't have any hair anymore. I'm bald now, but I don't care how. That's the only difference you're going to see. You might—you go back 20 years. You might—the only difference you're going to see in me with is hair versus non-hair. You're not going to see any pictures of me looking weird. You're not going to see any pictures of me dressing like a female. You're not going to see any feminine. But you're not going to see any of that. But how come when I did a lot of research on this, on this, this for this show, I saw a lot of different pictures? I'll just say that. I'll say different. The Kevin Samuels in the suit and what you see now is vastly different from what you saw back in the day. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Can I just say so I'm going to go out on a limb? I don't know a lot of heterosexual men, single men, in their mid to late 50s. And I'm not saying they don't exist. But I'm just saying, I know a lot of men. There are a lot of men. I I know, but I, I am aware of a lot of DL men, you know, in their mid to late fifties. I'm just I'm just 
you know what I mean? I'm just being honest with you. And J.L. King, if you remember when he came on the show, you remember when he came out with the whole book, I believe at that time he was in his mid to late 50s, and he was saying how there's this whole community, and we all know it's out there, but no one talks about it. There's this whole community of gay men living life as straight men. They take these trips. They go to these quote-unquote conferences. There's a lot of DL behavior. I mean, because let's be honest. I don't call, I'm not into the whole leftover term, but the reality is, is this. If you are a man, like it's hard, it's hard to find love in your 20s. It's, it's, the, the dating pool is so convoluted, you know, but a lot of times when you get to 30, the dating pool opens up significantly. It becomes much less hard. Everyone thinks it's so hard, but it's really not. Okay, if you're doing it the right way. I'm going to tell you why. What, because you, it's like the biological clocks on both sides are ticking, you know what I mean, he, heavily. You know, women are, the, you know, they're super, super motivated to find love at 35. Men at 40, 45, I mean, they, if they have no kids, they are super, super, super motivated to find love. So what you have is you have tons and tons and tons and tons of single eligible men at 40 years old actively seeking a wife. Tons of women out here. So I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to go ahead and go ahead and put this out there. If you are a 45, 40-year-old 40 man, 40, 45, you know, mid-40s or whatever, you're going to find what you're looking for, okay? I'm going to maintain that typically speaking, if you get to 50, if you get to 52, if you get to 56, and you're still out here having one-night stands, you're still out here popping pills to try to get it up for a 30-something-year-old woman, you're doing all these different things, I'm going to maintain that, guess what? You ain't really looking for a wife. You ain't really looking for a, a, a woman to settle down with. You're looking to live a certain type of lifestyle where you can have your freedom. You know what I mean? Where you can have your freedom to do what you really want to be doing, which is having sex with men. You know what I mean? I'm just going to be That's just really what's going on out here. You're seeing a lot of that. That's the hidden lifestyle that so many of these celebrities, these entrepreneurs, these businessmen, these, you know, quote-unquote successful men. Ain't nobody 60 years old out here trying to be a player like Kevin Samuels was. Come on, man, stop it. Come on. I don't even know anybody who wants to be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, we, you, you got to I'm, – I'm, this is really groundbreaking stuff. I'm telling you something that people don't really talk about. It's, it's, people want us to believe that there are all of these men out here with gray, walk around with gray beards, you know, bald heads, 50 years old, 60 years old, you know, and they're out here just – they just can't find a wife. Stop it. They don't want a wife. They want a man that looks just like him. You see what I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. That I'm, t- I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. You know what I mean? That's what's happening. You may, you know, and I'm not saying that you don't like women occasionally, but I'm telling you, you also like men. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the men know this. This is not. I talk with men about this stuff every day. 
the men, most men out here who are 56, 50, they're married. Now, now, granted, you might, you know, be coming out of a divorce. Maybe you were married for 10 years, and, you know, and now you're divorced. Okay, so now you're single. That's different from never being married or being divorced. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just telling you. You know what I mean? Let's look at the let's look at some some scripture real quick. Cause I think we we talk about this stuff, and, and a lot of times we we forget what the Bible says about certain things. We forget women. It's easy for men to to um, bash your self esteem and lower you and cause you to have insecurities, but you forget what the Bible says. They say, "Well, you're fat." You're, you're unattractive, whatever the case is. You'll never have love. You're leftover. What does the Bible say? Well, I know Proverbs 3, 6 says, 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Now, you tell me, that's one, that is my all-time favorite scripture. That is my all-time favorite scripture. But let me ask you this. What part of That's what I don't understand. If you're following this scripture, if you're trusting in the Lord, if you're leaning not on your own understanding or, or on Kevin Samuel's understanding, and you're acknowledging him in all your ways and allowing him to direct your paths, why would you ever look at yourself as being average? Why would you look at yourself as a leftover? Why would you allow somebody to tell you that you're a leftover if you're living your life based on this scripture? I mean, here's the bottom line. If you trust God, you can never be, you can never not get what you want, right? You, you know what I mean? Because he's saying that you can't have love. He's saying you, you, can, you have to be a 9 or a 10 to get a high-value man, right? I'm telling you you shouldn't want a high-value man. I'm telling you you should want a man of God. And what I'm saying is, or that what I'm saying, but uh, excuse me, Psalms 37.4 is saying, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. That's what, I mean, Psalms 37.4 says. So, why, so again, what, is that, what does that scripture say about, what do either of those scriptures say about your weight? What do either of those scriptures say about you being a 9 or a 10? Nothing. All the, the Kevin Samuel stands out there, what do you say to those scriptures? How do you debate that? Well, you don't because the men who follow him are usually not Christians. They're usually not uh, married. I've, I've, I'm just going to say this. I've only debated with single men. I've never debated about Kevin Samuel with a married man, ever, ever. It's usually – look around. Look around you. Just watch this. This is something nobody wants to talk about. Look around you. Just listen. How many married men do you know that follow Kevin Samuels? I can almost guarantee you, you know none. And all these men out there, all in these groups, these chats, you know, on social media in different places, look over all these men that hate women. It's because they're single and they they're getting played by women. They're getting taken advantage of by women. So the Kevin Samuels advice. It's resonating with them because they can't get a woman. See, I've never been in that situation. I've always been able to get women. I've always gotten what I want. I've never had a hard time. I've never had to uh, hate women because of how I've been treated by women. I grew up with loving women in my life. 
I've you know I mean dated great women. I have nothing bad to say about any woman that I've dated, even if it didn't work out. I've had some great ex girlfriends. Many of them are married now. Well, not many, some of them, a few of them, but they're great women. You see what I'm saying? I'm not here to bash women. I don't have a chip on my shoulder. I don't hate women. But a lot of these men, if you listen to the men that follow him and go to these chat rooms, you will hear them telling many stories, countless stories of how they have been played by women, how they've been taken advantage of by women, how women are this, women are that. I'm like, what kind of women are y'all dating? Like, what's wrong with y'all? Why are you even dealing with these women, these these crazy women? I don't have those stories. See, y'all got it twisted. Don't let me tell you this, ladies. Don't allow losers, loser men to shape your image of yourself. Half these dudes that follow Kevin Samuels, I promise you, you don't even want to date. So their opinions don't matter. Would you date a man like Kevin Samuels? Just ask yourself that. Don't, let me tell you something. And I'm not, I'm just being, I'm trying to be humble. I'm not trying to say anything, but I'm just saying that women have told me, many women have told me, if you were single, you would be the type of man that I would want to date. I'm not, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just telling you what women have told me. You know what I mean? So I've, and so I asked them, I said, well, would you want to date a man like Steve Harvey? They say, oh, no, hell no. I said, would you want to date a man like, like Kevin Samuels? Nah, he's too feminine for me. I don't like this. I don't like... So it's like if the answer to those questions are no, why would you take advice from them? Why would you allow them to shape how you view yourself, how you look at yourself in the mirror? You shouldn't. How many men are going to keep it 100% real with you? and have it be backed up with scripture. The vast majority will not. Steve Harvey doesn't. Kevin Samuels doesn't. I mean, it's like, I'm not doing a comparison. I'm just saying, if it's not backed by the Bible, that's why you never hear people, you don't have to like me, but you will never be able to say, he, he gave bad advice. No one can ever point to one piece of bad advice I've ever given. I stand by that. I, you can't. As many debates as I've had on social media, you will never be able to say, wow, he said this, and it was it led me in the wrong direction. Why? Because it's all backed by Scripture. Every single day. Let's, let's move on. I want to talk about one more thing before we get out of here. So somebody put up a meme. And, in fact, let me just tell you this. Uh, one of my next live shows, I, I reposted. So I had my memories on Facebook. And in my memories the other day, I, uh, it popped up some advice that I gave on on the top ten ways for women to find love. And so I posted it. And I posted in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group. Check it out if you missed it. Add yourselves. Only if you're not crazy. Only if you love God. Add yourselves to the group. We have some great discussions in there. Um, and so I posted that advice was at this point maybe what 15 years ago I forget the date but yeah about at least at least 10 years maybe 10 12 years ago and then a few of the women said well where's the advice for the men so I posted the advice the same thing I did the same thing almost 15 years ago the top 10 ways to for men to find love and so I want to talk about I'm going to do a, a live show discussing and breaking down each of those um those those uh those pieces of advice so you don't want to miss that. I mean, it's, it's literally a blueprint on what to do, some major things to do to uh, 
greatly assist you in your search for love, male or female. I'll do, I'm going to do both, men and women. But so I say that to say I, I, I wanted to go over. Somebody posted a meme on Facebook. Um, they said something to the effect of, uh, you know, people remember Kevin Samuel's advice for for women. Let's look at some of the things that he said, you know, about men. <clears throat> now, some of these I agree with. Some of them not so much. But I, I want to read them because, like I said, I'm not a hater. Uh, let's talk about what he said to the men. He said, beta men with beta traits are not suitable for wives. They cannot protect their women. Okay? I mean, I don't I don't even know what that means, to be honest with you. I don't subscribe to the – I'm not, you know, I don't do the social media philosopher lingo. You know, I don't know what the alpha man. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what that that crap means. These are, people make up terms terms because they think they sound good. Alpha man, beta man, you know, beta traits. I don't know. All I know is what the Bible says. You know what I mean? Are you are you a true man of God or are you not? All this other stuff is extra. You know what I mean? But that's what he said. They're not suitable for wives. They can't protect their women. I'm assuming that he's classifying himself as an alpha man, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, was Kevin? Let me ask y'all because I don't, I don't, I did not follow him like that. Was he? Was he even seeking a wife? Because I don't know any man who who is of that age and is okay, is content just being single. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know not one man. Any man I know that's single is actively seeking a, a companion. So, so I'm just curious. I mean, was he? Did he talk about like what he's looking for in a wife, or did he just kind of bash women? You know what I mean? I'm just asking. Let me know in the chat, or let me know on Facebook, because I, I, you know, I've never heard him speak about. I, I, I know he talked about how he was married, and it's funny. Watch this. Vlad even asked, and I said, Vlad, I mean, Vlad asked me, like, yo, Kevin, so, okay, so you were married, you got divorced, um, what happened? He was like, well, nothing, you know, just didn't work out. And Vlad wanted to process, like, I mean, you know, like, what, what do you mean? He's like, nothing. I have nothing bad to say about it, you know, sometimes things just don't work out. And he said, and I get it, you don't, you're not there to bash your 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 ex, you're not there to bash the mother of your child. I, I can respect that. I'm not, I'm not, but I don't think that's what Vlad was asking him to do. He was just asking to give some context to, you know, what happened. It's fine. You don't want to share. You don't want to share. But, I mean, he just gave, like, if you ask me, like, hey, what, why'd you and your ex break up? Are you just picking ex from my past? I could probably, without bashing them, without being negative, without being disrespectful, I, I could probably give you some insight as to, why we, you know, went our separate ways, you know, and I don't think there's a problem with that, but to just say, oh, you know, it just, it just doesn't make, to me, it doesn't really sound right, but he said, so beta men with beta traits are not suitable for wives. They can't protect their, their women. I will say that, you know, some men are not equipped to protect their women, and those are men that you should stay far away from. He said that... <laughs> He said that unmarried men are looked upon as unstable. Um, I don't, 
I don't I don't know if he was saying that from his perspective or he was saying that from the like women were looking at as men as unstable. But I've never thought that way. I never looked at uh, a man as being unstable just because he wasn't married. I, I didn't. I've never thought that. Um, I'm not sure what he based. This is this is direct quotes from Kevin Samuels, but. I'm not sure. Maybe somebody who followed him could shed more light upon that, but I don't know why he would say that. Um, as I said, many men who are single are looking for love, and it's and while you're in the process of looking for love, you're you, you know you're seeking uh, career. You know you're trying to achieve certain career aspirations or financial aspirations, which is fine. You're, you know becoming stable and becoming established while you seek a wife to share the fruits of your labor with. I mean, I don't think there's anything negative about that. Um, I mean, when I was single, I just think back to when I was single, I don't, I was not unstable at all. I was never unstable. Um, you know, but whatever. Um, men that date women with no intentions to marry are jokesters. Interesting. Let's repeat that. Men that date women with no intentions to marry are jokesters. Um, first of all, I'll say this. I don't believe most women don't want to get married. We live in this society where uh, women want, want you to believe that they're happily single, right? They're happy. Oh, I'm, I'm single. I'm, no, you're not. Come on. No, you're not. You're not happily single. No one is happily single. That's like me being happily broke. I'm not happily broke. I was never ha- if I was broke in the past, and I was, I was never happily broke. I was doing what I needed to do to not be broke. I was building a platform so that I could be financially well off. But I was never happily broke. Just like you can be single while you while you are preparing yourself and working on yourself to have love to be a wife. That's one of the things I do at trclifecoaching.com is help women prepare themselves to be wives. But to say that you are happily single, uh, to me, is an oxymoron. We all need love. We all want love. There's not a person on the face of the earth who does not want love. I don't care who you are. You can debate that. We were put, Adam, God was, or Adam was in the Garden of Eden, and God looked down and saw that he was lonely. You know what I mean? It, think, I mean, just think about that. Think about what we're saying. We have Adam, the first man in paradise, the Garden of Eden, paradise, literally everything that he could want. But God looked down and saw that he was lonely. So that's the problem. A lot of women, they give off this image and they give off this perception, or they try to at least, that they're happily single. But just like God looks down and sees that you're lonely, you know that you're lonely when you look in the mirror. God looks down and sees that you're lonely. Men see that you're lonely as well. So it's best to you, – it's not something you can hide. You can take as many trips as you want. You can do as well as you want for yourself financially, educationally. But someone is going to be able to look at you and tell and, and see what you see in the mirror which is loneliness, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I think the, the, the misconception is, that there's something wrong with being lonely. Just like there's something wrong with being broke, 
there's something wrong with being lonely. You should do what you need to do to so that you don't have to be lonely. There's, and we got to change that misconception. If everyone out here is, is quote unquote happily single, who's willing to say, well, no, I actually want love. I'm, I actually do want to be a wife. Because you, you can't have both. Either you want to be a wife or you're happily single. I mean, which is it? So you just got. I think we just need to. You know, here's the irony: you'll never have love until you admit that you want and need love. The first step in achieving love is actually admitting that you both want it and need it. I posted that many times on Facebook. That's the first step. You've got to admit that you want it. But it says, so he said, men that date women with no intention to marry are jokesters. I, I would agree with that. I mean, if you date, if you are a man who dates a woman that acts like she's happily single, you're a clown. Like, you're, you're wasting time and money. What's the point of that? You know what I mean? That, that just, that doesn't make sense. Why would you marry, why would you date someone who doesn't want to be a wife? But it's all ridiculous because if if a man is doing that, this is what happened. I think this is what he meant, but it didn't really translate well. He didn't really convey it in the best way. What happens is men end up having sex with women who classify themselves as happily single because that's all they're ever going to get. If you're a woman who says, oh, I don't want a relationship right now. I don't want this. I don't want that. Well, you're gonna you get, all you're going to get is sex because if you block off your heart, a man isn't going to try to give you his heart. He's just going to give you something else and keep it on that level. There are so many women out here that are emotionally closed off. And then you wonder why all they get is men who want to have sex with them. You know, and that's all you're going to get. Until you allow your your heart to be opened, you're only going to attract men who want to play with your heart. So you got to let the wall down. You have to let the wall down. But I agree, any man who is content just dealing with the, those types of women, they're, they're jokesters, as Kevin classified them as. He says, men that are average, what did he say? Men that are average are only subjected to get average or below women. I agree with that. I agree with that, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get what you put out. But if you're average, then you're going to get an average woman. If you're an average woman, you're going to get an average man. You know, I mean, that's just what it is. You can't get, you, you date at your level of self-esteem. You know, if you only view yourself as in a certain way, that's what you should expect to get. But, yeah, anybody, if you're average, you're going to get average or below average, women or men, whatever it is. Um, men that don't make enough money to provide for themselves should not date. I agree with that 100%. I agree. That's what Kevin. This is this is a list. If you're just joining in, this is a list of things that Kevin Samuel said about men. If you don't make enough money to provide for yourself, then you should not date. Now, uh, as we discussed on my last show, season 17, episode three, we, we don't. We talked a lot about who should pay for the first date. We talked about dating do's and don'ts, finances, splitting bills, things of that nature. Check it out if you missed my views on that. I'm not going to rehash everything right now, but. You know, I agree with that, that you should not be expected to pay for everything as a man in a relationship or dating process. However, if you don't make enough money, if you are struggling financially, you should not even be trying to date. 
Because it's just gonna, it's just gonna be. See, a lot of women they have it confused. They think that if you, <laughs> a lot of women think that just because you choose not to spend your money on them, that you don't have money. And that's why I think that Kevin is referring to that sentiment. He's talking about women who think that men just don't want to spend money. But, ladies, just because a man doesn't want to spend his money on you doesn't mean he doesn't have it. doesn't mean he's cheap. doesn't mean he's a deadbeat. doesn't mean anything. It just might mean you're not worth it. You know that, right? You just might not be worth the investment. You know, I'm, I used to have a lot of money. You think I was very selective about who I spent money on. I mean, you got to realize if we're going out meeting, you know, six, seven, eight women a, a, a week or even a month, why, why would, I mean, that's a lot of women to be spending money on. We're, we're going to take, take eight women out on a date, spend $100, that's $800 a month. And the date is probably more than $100. Y'all went fine dining, so, I, so now I'm spending $800 just to date? You smoking crack? You know what I mean? Like, what are you, you delusional? You know, why, I mean, that's a mortgage. That's, that's, that's a, I mean, you know, that's a luxury car note. No man, we're going to be selective about who we choose to date. But I do, again, I do agree that if you don't make, if you don't make enough, okay, if you don't, if you can't provide for yourself, you should not date. That in and of itself is a true statement, but that's not the real problem here. The problem is women not understanding why men are not spending money on them, okay? There's this, two totally different things. Uh, he also said, what else did he say? Men that have no leadership skills have no husband qualities. I agree with that. I agree with that. There's nothing even to add to that. If you can't, if you cannot lead, you have no husband qualities. You can't be a, a husband is a leader. You're going to lead your children. You're going to lead your wife. You're going to lead the household. So if you have no leadership qualities, you know, you're not going to be a good husband. You should not be a husband. Um, you can't have a woman leading you, period. Women are not meant to lead. But I should say women are not meant to lead the household. You can lead your boardroom. You can lead your job. You can lead your team. You can lead whatever you want to lead professionally. But when it comes to relationships, you're not meant to lead, okay? Don't try to lead a man. You're not going to be in control of a relationship. If you want to be in control of a relationship, ladies, you should just expect to be single. Some of y'all, y'all, I mean, y'all, I'm scared of y'all, man. Some of y'all are like, y'all are like dudes. It's like, you know, we ain't arguing. I might have to fight you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shoot, some of y'all straight masculine. Nobody wants to be cussed out. Nobody wants to argue with a woman the way he argues with a dude in the street. But some of y'all, that's how y'all are. Stop being so mean. How y'all expect to have love when you're so mean? Some of y'all are like the meanest people I've ever met in my life. I'm like, yo, do people actually want to lay down with you? Like, jeez. Be better off laying down with a grizzly bear or something. Some of y'all, man. Dang. I see I see why Kevin Samuels was cussing y'all out. No, actually, I'm playing. And the funny thing is I would like to be able to say that, but I actually, and I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I actually never saw anyone get cussed out by or hung up on by Kevin Samuels that deserved it. Not one time. And I saw several. I'm not sitting there listening to them all day like some of y'all are freaking weirdos, but I'm just saying what I saw, 
I never saw any man or excuse me, any woman that deserved to be treated the way he they were treated by Kevin on that show. I'm just and I'm watching. I'm just watching like where why are you getting like that? Why are you yelling? Why are you hanging up? Like, you know, kick rocks. Like, what's wrong with you, man? But yeah. Um let me what else did he say? Women are not the enemy. Socially awkward beta men need to work on their approach on meeting women. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I agree. Women are not the enemy. Um, I agree that some men need to work on their approach on meeting women. Um, I will say that some women need to allow themselves to be more receptive to meeting men. Some of you uh, ladies are very antisocial. Some of you are are very emotionally guarded. Some of you have a, a, a major wall up, and you wonder why men are not coming at you with good intentions because you, you don't come off as very nice. So you just got every men have to work on their approach. Women have to. Uh, allow themselves to be approached, okay? Uh, the last one here that we'll discuss, men that are not in control of their <laughs> Oh, man, hold on, wait a minute. Men that are not in control of their emotions have no ability to be in control of a family. Wait, this coming from, he's talking about being in control. Of their, this coming from the person who literally hung up on, on women, countless women, and cussed them out live on air? Okay, I mean, I mean, I do agree with the statement. I definitely, it's a true statement, but it's just interesting to see where it was coming from, you know, given what we all saw from from many uh, broadcasts that he put on. So, um, let me let me just say this, man. You know, like I said, whether you liked him or loved him, as I said earlier, you know, loved him, hated him, whatever the case was, no one, you know, he had an unfortunate demise. Um, Unfortunately, you know, I hate to see anyone pass away at, a, at such a young age, but um, he, that should not be celebrated. That should not be made fun of. That should not be something that we take pleasure in, uh, especially if you're a Christian. You know, but really anyone should not, you know what I mean? But especially if you love God and you know God, you should not be rejoicing in someone else's uh, unfortunate situation. Um one just one thing that I want women to take away from this show, and I'm going to probably be doing a, a, a full show on this topic, entitled "Do Black Men Want to Get Married?" Because I believe that whether he said it or not, I'm not sure if he did or not, blatantly or directly in this way, but it, it gave the impression. It, it he gave to me. He gave the impression that black men are sick of black women, um, black men are dating outside of their race because of black women, um, black men do not want to be married, black men, you know, and it's just, that's that's what I took away from it. That's what a lot of women have told me they took away from it. And I just want to set the record straight, and, and, and I want women to understand and be clear that black men absolutely love black women. Black men absolutely are seeking a wife. There's, we are seeking to get married, seeking love. And any 
anyone who says otherwise has a strong disdain for black women. And I would even venture to say a hatred towards women. If you are trying to convince women, black women, that black men don't want them, you don't love black women because it's just simply not true. We love black women. We want a black wife. A lot of times we may find love outside of the black race, but it's not because of any predetermined you know, hatred or any type of anything towards black women. It's just, okay, well, that's just who we happen to marry. But, you know, and, and it, you know, there are clowns out here. There are losers out here who actually hate black women. Don't listen to them. Disregard them. We want, we love you as black women. We want the best for you, black women. We're giving this, I, I'll say, I won't say we, I'll say I, because I don't, I personally don't believe Kevin Samuels was giving a show uh, that was coming from a place of love for black women. I don't think anyone believes that. <laughs> I genuinely don't. I ge- this show, you guys know me. You've heard the shows. You've, you've been listening for many years, two decades. The, the, the whole point of my show, the Data on Tolbert show, the original urban podcast, is to help black women find love. That's always been my, my goal. That's still my goal. That's why I will continue to do TRC Life Coach, Coaching, the whole dot com. The whole plan of that website is to help Black women find love. If you do not take advice from anyone who does not have a similar goal, okay. If that is not their focus, if that is not their intent, do not listen to their podcast. Do not follow their advice. Steer full, clear, just clear away from them. So that's it, man. I'm going to get ready to wrap it up, man. But, again, rest in peace to uh, Kevin Samuels. Uh, prayers to his family. Um, as I said, I did not, uh, you know, agree with the vast majority of his advice. I don't believe that women are average at best. I don't believe that um, you are a leftover if you are uh, over 35 or anything crazy like that. You know, as I said, the Bible and the Bible confirms this. You can have love. Proverbs 3, 6, delight yourself in the, in the, in the Lord. He will uh, give you the desires of your heart. These are all things that are possible. Psalms 37, 4, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. doesn't matter what Kevin Samuel says. doesn't matter what Steve Harvey says. doesn't matter what these guys on Facebook say, Instagram. If you know what you want, you know what the Bible says, that's all that matters. So, uh, again, guys, thank you for listening to me. Follow me on um Instagram, Facebook, everything is at Dayton Tolbert. Subscribe uh, to YouTube. Add yourself to the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert Show group. Schedule an emotional availability assessment today if you want love. Just visit trclifecoaching.com. Any past episodes you want to listen to, I'm on iTunes, iHeartRadio, DaytonTolbertShow.com, trclifecoaching.com. Guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Peace.
Motivation, talented, I'm so unmotivated, girl. 